Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate Demon's Blitz now! Octopus, baby, come on! There's rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur fossils? Now let's put those here to test our faith. That damn lie, I, I saw them with my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did in illusions, man! None of it is true! I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniacs! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! We're here with Dave Weiss, a.k.a. Flat Earth Dave. Dave, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, I've been seeing you in a lot of places uh, lately, and uh, you know the word's getting around, and I... I've been kind of avoiding the flat earth topic for a while. Like just the plague. Be- right. Of course. Right. Um, and it's, I've always been open-minded about it. I'm not even scared to say that. It's just that like my biggest thing is that like, I don't want to make any suppositions about what's going on, you know? And, and, you know, so I'd rather talk to someone like you who's clearly gone way out of his way to do the research. And um, so I know what we're going to lay the groundwork for a lot of people that, only have gotten the bad info on it you know the uh the google directed uh information you know correct and of course I'd, I'd like to lay that groundwork for my audience that isn't familiar and just has always just simply rolled their eyes you know just like you used to yep uh, and uh but yeah i'd like yeah. to later on definitely get into more of the why is this happening and why is this going on? Because I think that's something that why we is it important? Really, what what yeah, difference yeah. does the shape of the earth make? Yeah, and I definitely want to get into that for sure. sure. So, but yeah, uh, let's uh, let's get into it. How did you start on this? Because I know for a fact that you know you didn't start as a flat earther. You had to come to it at some point, right? Well, we all started as flat earthers, and then we were taught that the earth was a spinning <laughs> ball through a space vacuum, which is just nonsense. Um, How I got into it, I was actually doing a conspiracy podcast about a lot of deceptions that were happening in the world. And some fans started saying, hey, Dave, have you looked into Flat Earth? And first I thought it was a joke. Then they kept on coming. And uh, I banned people from our social media for even suggesting that I watch a one minute video. I'm not going to do it. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. You have to be a moron to think the Earth is flat, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't look close-minded. Conspiracy podcast host, close-minded. Yeah, you're running to more of that than you think, you know? (laughs) And then I was forced to look and I went in with a closed mind. I said, I'm just going to prove it ridiculous and put an end to this nonsense. And that's how you become a flat earther. When you start understanding what your model is, you know, the people that defend the flat earth, the people that call you a moron have no idea. Um, You can ask them simple questions like, how fast is the earth spinning? 
They don't know it's spinning a thousand miles an hour at the equator and slower other places. How fast is it orbiting? Uh, they have no idea. 66,000 miles an hour. How fast is it chasing the sun? I didn't know the sun was moving. You know, they, they don't know anything about the model they defend. It's chasing the sun at over half a million miles an hour, but somehow nothing changes, right? Right. And then the, then the other part is they don't know their own model. And then they think the flat earth is something that it's not. They're like, what, what are we the only, uh, we are, we are pancake planet, you know, and all the other round, the planets are round. Well, no flat earther believes any of this. No, no flat earther believes that there's pancake planets. No flat, no flat earther believes that we're a pancake floating in a space vacuum. So before anybody reacts to this, look at the facts on both sides, then make up your mind. Right. And so many people choose not yeah. to do that. Yeah, so many. And it's it's because our entire world belief has been wrapped around a globe before we could talk, and um, <clears throat> and once you have that core belief as a child, you know before you develop all of your everything is wrapped around that core belief. I mean, if you have a you know newborn baby, you know, it just or 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 just imagine somebody, a grown person being beamed in this world, knowing nothing. All they know how to do is stand and drink water. Okay. They look <laughs> around they're not going to be able to put anything together. It's going to take them a while to build a worldview. And then if the foundation of that view, someone comes up to you one day and goes, Oh no, it's all wrong. Um, yeah. People have a hard time dealing with that. People say, you know, no matter what I show you flat earther, you're never going to change your mind. Well, no, I already changed my mind. I changed my mind based on new information. You're the one that is having a hard time uh, changing your mind based on new information. Here's the thing. Nobody can look at flat earth honestly and not become a flat earther, not become a globe denier, because the truth is we don't know what this place is, but it isn't a globe flying through a space vacuum. Yeah. I feel like I run into the problem for myself. The, the main problem for myself is, is I don't trust these people at all already. Uh, you know what I mean? I come oh, from, come and, on. And, They're know, not here for your own good. They're here to make sure oh, you're course. healthy. <laughs> yeah, Stay home. Don't get any sunlight. Don't mm. go to the gym. Go to the liquor store. That's fine. Don't go to the gym. D lose your business. Mm -hmm. Right. Shop Drive your landlord. <laughs> you know, don't pay your rent, but that's okay. You can still stay there and make your landlord go broke too. All, all of the things. That's fine. That's fine. They're yeah. here for your health. That's don't the take thing. Vitamin Every... D. Yeah, no, of course not. Uh, everywhere you look, they are lying about things. And I've already accepted that. Many of us have already accepted that. Yeah. But it's this this extra step, you know, and I wonder if it's um, do you think it's like a lot of people for a lot of people? It's like the finality of knowing for sure that that is settled. You think that kind of freaks them out? Because like it's the things that you show are pretty damn hard to 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 mess with. You know what I mean? Especially like the uh, the distance with the high powered scopes the, yeah. like you people can't just did people still come to you and and uh just try to say it's refraction still? oh my god they, 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 point, they try everything that they they really have no arguments but i mean refraction it's like we show them a bill you know a mountain that is here. Here's here's an example. This is a really good one. This mm -hmm. is a view, a famous viewing spot in Alusia, France, and uh, and they're looking out over the ocean. You see this nice horizon here, mm 
Mm-hmm. And out here is Mount Kanagu, 175 miles away. Now, if you go to the Globe Earth Calculator, not our calculator, the Globe Earth Calculator, and say, all right, from this viewing height, uh, the top of Mount Kanagu is, I don't know, 3,000, 8,000 feet, whatever it is. Um, and it says the top of that mountain should be a mile below this curvature. So the light that's bouncing off of the mountain is not bright enough to push through 175 miles of atmosphere and you can't see it. It looks like sky, but a couple days a year when the sun lines up on its journey in between the tropics, it lines up with this mountain and the sun's light is much more powerful than reflected light off of a surface. And it lines up and it backlights a mountain. You can see the entire mountain and the top of this mountain should be a mile below a physical horizon, which this is not, this is an optical horizon. Right? It should be a mile below it, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's yeah. right there. And they'll tell us, oh, the sun is already set. The mountain is you know, miles below the curvature. You know, the top of the mountain's a mile below, but it's refracting up and stopping right at the height of your eyes. And I say, cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, what's the best argument that you've heard against this? Like have scientists tried to like, or of course they don't want to debate most of the time, but like uh, what, what's the explanation on the other side to this statement here? I mean, there has to be, they always come back for more. Yeah, you know what I mean? The, the, best it, argument, they, the best argument the globe has is, you're a retard and you live in your mother's basement. That's oh, their best okay. argument. Yeah, fair enough. They I was just wondering nothing. if like there's a, like a degree of re- like, oh, it can only refract this much or it, it should be able to refract refract that much or something. It magically yeah. refracts up and then stops <laughs> right at yeah. eye level. It doesn't go up that's, higher. See, that's the problem that I, I've noticed. This isn't necessarily a question, but just because I try, I've tried to remain very objective on this because, you know, so we're going to end that today, my friend. From, dude, from my psychedelic experiences, I, Very good. I I put in question this whole physical situation I'm in, to be honest. So I, I mean, this is what I I'm call okay it. I think we're in you a, are. We're in a physical simulation. I believe that's true too. I just don't like the word simulation because Me I feel neither. like that's I, very psyopy, isn't it? It makes you yeah, think of a computer. Yeah, you know? I, I know, but there's so much like, like when we look at the sun, we all see the sun and the moon and the stars in a position relative to our own position. It yeah. moves. I've heard you okay? talk about this. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. And yeah. and you ever see, you ever look out um, like over the water when they're, you know, or anywhere where you see the crepuscular rays where the sun comes in splayed out, right? Mm-hmm. No one ever, no one's ever seen um, the sun come in. They tell us the sun's, uh, you know, 93 million miles away and the rays come in parallel but no one's ever seen parallel rays. But here's something weird. So, and and I'm trying, it's really so difficult to do these observations and actually film them. But, you know, I'm down on the water a lot. And a lot of times I see the sun uh, shooting rays out like this on a cloudy day. And you'll see this bright spot on the water. But I'm like, like, hey, the sun is already way past where I'm seeing it. And if I went out there, that person's not going to be right underneath the sun. It's going to be farther out for them. Okay. So somebody did this already. And then I need to do it myself. I can see a boat go out here, go right into the sun ray and be completely lit up. But if I got on a cell phone with that person, they'd be like, no, no, 
I'm not in that sun ray. I'm in the shade. That sun ray is, you know, is over there. Mm. So what the heck is that? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Now the word simulation comes back into, into frame Mm -hmm. a little bit. It does. So, you know, when, when we look up and see, um, see like, like the moon, they tell us the moon is 238,000 miles away. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you you look at the moon on a, you know, if you're away from city lights um, and there's some clouds in the sky, you'll see that the moon is only lighting up the clouds that's right, that, that are right near it. Okay. And if it was 238,000 miles away, it should light up all of the clouds in the sky, but it's mm-hmm. only lighting up the ones that it's right near it. Like kind of like it's a local light, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so- and then- Somebody farther down the road would see the cloud lighting up the light, the sun, the moon lighting up other clouds. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't see it lighting up the same clouds that I'm seeing. So, help, okay. I just thought of something and I'm sure you've thought of it. So help me out here. Uh, the image of uh, the astronaut on the moon there. Um, I've heard you talk about it. Like, look at how bright the moon is. From our yeah. perspective, how in the world could they even take this picture if it was blinding light like that? But doesn't that kind of isn't it the same thing as you looking out at the boat and the uh, you can see a ray of, of sunlight on the boat, but the person on the boat can't? Well, that's that that's a little different because because the the there's a thing called the inverse square law of light. And it, okay. it's the same thing with um with uh well, the inverse square law of light says every time you half the distance to a light, it gets four times brighter. Okay. Okay. So you're looking up at a full moon, it's, you know, a full moon on a clear night is, I don't know, 20, 30 lumens. I don't know how you can read by it. You can drive your car with the lights off. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just call let's give the, the moon every, uh, the globe, every possible benefit. Let's call it one lumen. And if you go halfway to the moon, it's four lumens. And you cut that in half, it's 16 lumens. Mm-hmm. You cut that in half at 64 lumens. You keep on going until you're about hundred miles from the moon. And it's something like 10 million lumens or something. It's, it's so bright. It would melt your face off. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. The brightness that it would have to be to make it all the way back to earth, to be bright enough to read a newspaper by it. Not that you should ever read a newspaper um, <laughs> is, is ridiculous. None of the numbers they say make any sense. Here's another example. Just here's the moon. That's a light that's close. Throw a bunch of cotton balls on your floor, turn the lights out and try to light it up with a flashlight. Tell me how close you have to hold that flashlight just to light up just these clouds right here. And Mm. not these, not, not all of those. It's a close local light and it's not a physical light. It's more of a projection, you know, in my app under, um, eclipses the the what about eclipses button there's a couple of videos in there that'll really should bring this to light on how this how this is happening oh okay cool okay. and i know you've talked about certain uh, lunar eclipses as well that uh there's a certain type of lunar eclipse where you can the, clearly the see the sun and the selenian yes yeah, that's where so the, that's uh, where the, the observer is on the top of the, you know, you're always on the top from your point of view and the sun and the moon are above the horizon. Well, if the earth is eclipsing the moon, the earth has to come within a line in a straight line between those two. So from your point of view, one of them has to dip below the horizon, you know, uh, 
for for the earth to come in well the, there's the over 50 documented eclipses where the eclipse started long before the the sun and the moon dropped down and sometimes the eclipse comes in from the top well it should come in from the bottom mm. okay what's causing the eclipse we can argue about that all day long right what's not causing the eclipse the earth hmm so yeah, we it's like we have an unknown unknown there already. We can yeah. leave it alone a known for unknown. now. Right. A known exactly. Unknown. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, known unknown. So yeah, and I mean, looking at the moon and, you know, combining this with, you know, all the things that Crow 777 has filmed, it's like uh, there's a lot going on here that isn't adding up and you know, there's no, they're kind of leaving crow's shit alone. Like you could find it on YouTube, not his for some reason, I guess they just want to maybe suppress him. But like, I mean, you can see the lunar waves they're there. They're not necessarily being suppressed or anything. Uh, you can find uh, Eric Duvet's documentary level on YouTube. You may have to search for it on DuckDuckGo and get it. I get that. I get that. But I've been asking this question to a lot of my guests lately, and it's not directly about Flat Earth, but I just want to hear your take on it. We can weave it into everything else. And that's, are they really hiding anything when you can access stuff, when we are allowed to see it for ourselves? Like, okay, fine. You, you know, YouTube is banning everyone. So, okay, we'll go download a better app that isn't banning anyone right off of Google play. You know, it's like, it's all there. What's going I on? Think, I, I think that there's a, there's a rule here and, and Crow will, will is in agreement with me on this along mm, with many, I think many I people, might be too. Is that they can't um, deny our break our free will. They always have to tell us what's going on. Give us a chance. They can't put a bear trap in the woods under the leaves and not tell anyone there's a bear trap there. They got to put a sign that says, hey, there's a bear trap in there. And if you're too stupid to go step in it, that's all on you, mm. right? They're not allowed to break our God-given free will. They don't want us to know that. So, um, you know, are they making it difficult? Yes. Is it still there? Sure. Are they deleting tons of videos? Absolutely. On my oh, yeah. app, I have my archived videos from all of the months for the last two and a half years. And I just went through it the other day and I had to remove like over a hundred videos that have been deleted by YouTube. Okay. Flat earth videos. What are they deleting flat earth videos for? Yeah. If they publicly took us out, bam, that might cause a bigger problem. But they're just, they take them out and then they don't even let you know they took them out. They now take the placeholder out. But the way uh, the way my website pulls them up, it was holding the placeholder so I could see the ones they video. Because like, if I have like 500 videos and they remove six of them, I'm like, ah, am I going to notice? You know, wow. you're not going to notice. You're going to forget. Right. So the, the information's out there. But, you know, just try Googling. Go Google. Go on, don't, don't do this, but go on YouTube, <laughs> Google Flat Earth. And you're going to get all propaganda. Professor Dave, who's not a professor, he's a shill. He's, he's working, you know, to deceive people. You're going to get Byman Dan, who is a just this pompous, dirty troll who just <laughs> showed up out of nowhere, get a half a million subs. And he does these snarky videos. He will never debate us live. He will never come on a live show with us because we'll absolutely destroy him. Um, or, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the high priest of scientism, he says, there's not, there's no time to talk to flat earthers. You don't need to talk to flat earthers because it's already been proven. Okay. Yeah, and where's your proof? It won't show us anything. Won't talk to us. And then every time we expose one of their lies, he just moves the globe post farther out. 
right? First they said, well, you, you can see the curve from an airplane. Then we're like, nope, no, you can't. It's all well, you have to go in a, you know, a 70,000 feet in a MiG fighter. And then they show us a video of that. And we show how they're looking through curved glass, but on this one camera that wasn't looking through curved glass, you can see the horizon flat at eye level. Is it like, well? You're, you're not high enough. You know, wait. You have to go to, um, you know, Felix Baumgarten. You know, B Baumgartner or whatever his name is. Um, it, you know, he did the Red Bull space jump, right? right. You, you, you remember that? Yes. And uh, he saw the curve. And uh, you know, here's the here's the curve he saw. This is planet New Mexico because all of this <laughs> land is New Mexico. Yeah, right. I, I never. So liked then we this. expose that, and Neil comes out and goes, you know, uh, Felix, he didn't see the curve. He it was a fisheye lens, and he explained the whole thing because he had to own it. You know, you have to be higher than 127,000 feet. How much higher? Okay. Yeah. It, How much it makes higher. no sense. You know, also, people before say, you well, move on, uh, I've seen a picture where this rocket or the, the rocket, but his balloon, the capsule itself, the logo was in a completely different spot. I mean, I could that that picture could. Oh, just yeah. Be they, eight, but I don't know. It looked they pretty, did two pretty other jumps on. before that. He did oh, two other okay. that were not with GoPro and they were showing um, they showed you know, they, they must have mixed up some of the footage or done it on purpose. Maybe, okay. I mean, the whole thing's every time you see anything from space, like Richard Branson the other day in space, it's all a movie. It's all a movie. It's all pre-recorded. It's all nonsense. Right. It looks so fake. Right? It must be real, right? Yeah. <laughs> it looks so fake. It must be real. Right. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake. We right. There, there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> so let's, I want, I want to, um, kind of get into the, the, the distance. Uh, what are, what could, <laughs> I guess I'm just blown away by the distance shit where you look through the high powered scopes. It doesn't, it, it, that to me, it doesn't add up. So what are people saying in the camp where they're like, maybe the earth is just way, way bigger than we're told, but, but it's still gotta be a globe. It's still gotta be a globe. Yeah, so like that's, there's gotta be that camp. I'm assuming. So so <clears throat> the problem is the whole globe model is ba all of their calculations are based on the radius of the earth. How did they discover the radius of the earth? And the answer is, well, Aristophanes figured it out 2000 years ago with his sticks and shadows experiment. The only problem with that is that experiment doesn't work. It works. It works on a flat earth also. So he just made an assumption if it's even a real experiment, Aristophanes did his sticks and shadows and uh, um, figured out his buddy was, you know, um, 500 miles away and he said all right here's no shadow here you got your parallel rays coming in and he's got a shadow here did some perfectly good math figured out the sphericity of the ball you know carl sagan uh put it you know brainwashed us like he figured it out within two percent that's pretty good right but the problem is on a small on a flat earth with a small local sun here's aristophanes here's his buddy he's got his angles do the same math you can figure out the sphericity of this flat plane right Mm -hmm. math we don't math is not reality math is math okay yeah. and uh if your variables are wrong then then your outcome is going to be wrong why aristophanes figured that the earth was um what that the sun was sending in parallel rays when no one's ever seen parallel rays i don't know you know <laughs> i think it's just a story that was inserted in uh you know into books in the 19 mid 1900s Mm. You know, Sagan also did another thing which was completely discredit and kind of destroy publicly people's perception of a man named Velikovsky, Emmanuel Velikovsky. And he was the, you know, purveyor of 
electric universe theory and things like that. And, um, you know, a lot of that rings true, or at least the, the experiments that are happening with electric universe theory are really impressive with some of the, uh, the groups that are getting together. Um, that's that actually came up last night on one of my podcasts that we were talking about creating a sun in a, you know, that kind of thing, all the stuff that the Thunderbolt project is doing and things like that. How does electric universe theory perhaps like bump we into like those flat guys. Earth. Yeah. Those okay. guys are, they're right. A lot of the stuff that they're talking about is right. They just unfortunately haven't <clears throat> unwrapped themselves from the ball. I mean, their stuff works perfectly on a flat earth. We live in an electric magnetic world where the only true forces are electricity and magnetism, period. Mm. That's it. Okay. That's what's going on here. Gravity is not gravity due to mass. Gravity is electrostatic um, charge of the earth. The earth has a measurable negative charge to it. It will attract everything towards it with a weak force. Just like they say, gravity is weak. Right. Right. But then we can, uh, you know, we can, uh, we can, um, counteract that force with electro with electricity. You know, you, you've seen those little triangle things. That these guys, you put negative charge it and it goes up, right? What's it defying gravity or the negative charge of the earth? And it's defying the, the negative charge of the earth. Hmm. This is so, crazy. Yeah. And you know, the more we proceed forward, like in like other areas too, I'm, I'm very interested about like, uh, all the energy that people are talking about from like large structures, like geometric structures, like the pyramids and what the electromagnetic frequencies are, all that kind of stuff is happening at the same time as electric universe theories being explored. And all, you know, it's almost like spirituality is finally bumping closer to science than it has in a long time. Do you feel that way too? Um, absolutely. If you understand how big this lie is, <clears throat> it, it's such a huge lie that we think that we're at the top of uh, intelligence, you know, in all of civilization. We're just getting smarter and smarter. We're literally, I, I used to say one step away from idiocracy. We're literally <laughs> becoming idiocracy. Oh, it's bad. Right? That, that is where we are. Um, <clears throat> if you go back and look in the 1800s, they had free energy technology. There, there was a worldwide civilization here called Tatari. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I actually and, just spoke to someone about it last week. It was yeah, great. so Tataria, <clears throat> you start looking into that. Let me let me share my app. I want to just show you if, if anybody wants to see um, where to where to go to see stuff on the app. If you click the web button on the right there in the middle, in the center <clears throat> is the lost history of flat Earth right here. You see my mouse? Bam. Mm -hmm. If you watch those videos, you're done. You're finished. Okay. You will <laughs> never look at the globe again. Um, the, there's a, the, the first video in there. If you click that, up comes uh, this. You hit open YouTube and the top video, five hours. Wow. My YouTube channel, D I T R H, I, I don't go over five minutes. All my videos are just a couple of minutes long because I understand people have short attention spans. So, <laughs> yeah. so when I was sent this, when I first saw it, I was like, oh man, I'm not going to watch that. So, you know, I'm going to watch 10 minutes of it. Then I watched the 10 more minutes and then I watched the entire thing. And I've watched it three or four times since then. Okay. It is a life changer. This guy put this stuff together, flat earth, Tataria, it's all together. And once you see it, you'll understand that you'll, I will I'll, I will say you'll, you'll definitely know more than you did at the beginning, but you'll also know that you don't know more than you thought you didn't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's always so much. I'm, 
Yeah, I'm telling you, that will blow blow your mind. And again, when you search flat earth, you'll find nothing, nothing. You'll find propaganda by the shills that I mentioned. Um, but the app will, the, the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app will show you where everything is. It's my app. It's how I support myself. It's how you can support me. But don't do it to support me. Do it to support yourself. Just go read the, the reviews in the app store and you'll see it's the highest rated app in the Apple store and the Google Play store. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Every day there's a new video that shows up down here, a featured video, tap that. If you want to go to the old ones, hit the archive button. And uh, I just say, I, I have a challenge. I have uh, offering three Bitcoins for one proof of the globe, but you have to watch the daily video every day for two weeks. And then um, if uh, you still think the earth is a globe, before you send me your proof, hit the question mark and up come all the questions you're going to ask. You know, mm -hmm. what about eclipses? <laughs> what about gravity? What about seasons? You know, seasons actually prove the, the flat earth. And if you click any one of those, up comes a playlist, all the videos that YouTube will not serve you. Um, and there you go. Wow, that's a great app, man. Like, it's it's an incredible super app. good. And also it's got all sorts of pictures and stuff in here. Like the, when you're trying to explain flat earth to somebody, mm -hmm. you can show them what's going on. Look, this is where we live. The earth is not a disc in space. We live in the pond and Antarctica is the shoreline of our pond. See, this is an interesting image. And, and this is one that people don't normally see. Of course, they see just the flying disc. But right. this brings up another idea and i'd love to get your take on what you think of the concave earth theory the idea of a golf ball of some sort i know it's we kind of brushed on the idea of people trying to remain in the globe camp but this is a little different a lot of, there's a quite a bit of of research going on over there and a lot of people are are, are kind of proposing a weird thing there yeah the problem i have with concave earth is it um it doesn't it doesn't allow you, it doesn't, there's no curvature. Like if, if the earth was concave, the farther we zoom in, we'd zoom right into the water. Instead, we're zooming in, we're seeing things farther and farther and farther. Right. You know, you're, okay. they, they want us in a prison. That ball, the prison is a ball. Here's a map that, uh, that discovered 10 centuries ago, um, showing all these extra continents outside Antarctica. What's that about? Right. Mm. And then it har that harkens that. back to, you know, that kind of reminds yeah. me of Admiral and, Byrd, of course. Absolutely. And but people say, you know, Antarctica is off limits. Well, all of these islands are that where these are all owned, you know, they're controlled by the crown and uh, they're all no one's allowed to go anywhere. Remember the Falklands War? Do you remember that? Or maybe you're too young. Um, that was all, it, you know, who's fighting the, this Falkland Island? The, the, it's all because they needed these posts, these, these, these islands out there to guard Antarctica. Antarctica is off limits to everybody. Right. Unless you get, yeah. you know, a lengthy science degree and you end up getting indoctrinated that way and you end up there rarely or. Yeah. I mean, and you're only there, allowed like in a certain area anyway, like McMurdo and, and a right. few miles around that. Right. And we, we, we've talked to people that work there. One, one guy, um, I think it, the, the video is called the uh, confessions of an Antarctic plumber. He was a plumber on Antarctica for over a year mm -hmm. and he didn't know anything about flat earth. But when he came back and we talked to him, he's like, huh. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, <laughs> right? So interesting. That's so again, um, yeah, we so hear app, a lot about app, Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, no, no problem. That's it. That, that uh, basically that's all I want to show you on the app. So it's um, cool. that's so awesome, it's man. Cool. It's it's literally the only way to learn about flat Earth.
Mm-hmm. And I'm also adding a new feature where you're going to be able to find other people that have the app near you. You'll be able to see where every app user is in the world, only if they opt in. They can turn it on and turn it off oh, and disappear. It's not tracking you. Matter of fact, your phone is tracking you, whether <laughs> you want it to or not. The <laughs> yeah. people that you don't want tracking you are tracking you. This is going to help find other flat earthers. That's a good thing. <laughs> Okay. You know, I'm, I'm just a side note. It's fun that like we kind of have to admire their tactics in a way and just use them for good. Sometimes I am, we are going to use them for good. This, this <laughs> flat earth friend finder is going to be a game changer because imagine this. I can say you're, you're, I don't know. I won't say it too loud, but you're a, you're a flat earther. Okay. <laughs> you're, 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 you're traveling in a strange city and in your own city. You're like, Hey, I'm gonna go grab a beer somewhere. You pop on the app and you go, Hey, there's three flat earthers over here in the gin mill or whatever. And you go yeah. and you're like, Hey, I'm the guy wearing the, the backwards cap. You know, you, you can message them. You can tap on the dot and send them a message. That's great. And so and you know, it's a that, great, great way to find other flat earthers. I would say to anyone that, that disagree and rolls their eyes, at something like that, but because it's flat earth and all that, even in the conspiracy community, like think about that. You're it's so you're you're always so hard pressed to find anybody willing to willing to question anything if you find a flat earther around hell yeah have a beer with them whether you're a flat earther or not ask some questions have a good time you know i'm offering three bitcoins for one proof of the globe you think this is stupid how stupid do you think it is claim your three (laughs) bitcoins it's over a hundred grand okay claim your three bitcoins one proof of the globe not 10 not 20 not 50 just one. So, but the thing is, it's like, uh, how many people have turned their answers in and then you've been like, sorry, no play again. And they, and they you just know, go, that's wait a, a that's minute. A, no, wait a people are like, I'm not going to even send you a thing. Cause you're just going to say it's fake. You know, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to show you why it's <laughs> fake. Right. And they're like, yeah. well, what about the astronauts on the space station? Well, y- if you catch them lying once, like this with this fake lemon CGI. This is what lemon. I wanted to get to, man. Yeah, CGI. Look at the hand goes right through the lemon. It's a augmented reality object, right? These guys are faking. Boom, look close, everybody. Yeah, this is NASA, and this is just one of so many examples. One and, you of know, many, many, dude. So this is something interesting. How for a long time these videos are just kind of like all over the internet for a while. You know, the old yep. days with YouTube. And there was just no, no one was saying a damn thing about them. No one still does. Like NASA tries to make all sorts of excuses for itself up there for other things. But the examples that we always find that you guys are showing, they don't say a damn, they never try to like say anything against it. Like, is it that not enough people are watching this or do you think people are seeing it and think it's just a weird coincidence, digital thing that I don't understand maybe. So I'm just, they realize, they realize that, if they give it attention, it just gives it more energy. So they right. just refuse to answer their, their best argument is none. Just ignore us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're just stupid flat earthers, Boom. you know, right there. Yeah. yeah. Grabs the heart. I've seen this one before. It's just like, what else other than what we think it is going to be? And of course the skeptics will just say, well, so there you go. You're just using anecdotes. That's all there is. It's like, well, no, no, dude, their best argument on. is now their best argument is other uh, wearing the harnesses for safety. Mm. what right in the zero invisible harnesses invisible harnesses for safety right no that would just be some that would be another topic for them to talk to the kids on tv about and how they put the harnesses on they wouldn't be yeah. put, making them invisible 
Oh my God. There's, this is there's just so many crazy. videos and, and YouTube is, is literally eliminating these one by one slowly, mm-hmm. you know, but um, we, we've got them all backed up and, you know, the app will save you, you know, 500 hours of research will yield you maybe two hours of good content, mm-hmm. but 500 hours of research on the app will yield you 500 hours of awesome content. So maybe you can answer this one because I guess this is where my camp is right now. Again, keeping in mind, I'm willing to question this whole friggin' place. So it's okay. But I guess my, my contention would be to play devil's advocate would be maybe the flat earth uh, revelations are revealing something, maybe not exactly what we think it is. Maybe not what the flat earth model that you're showing us is, but something quite close to it maybe is, are you open-minded to that? Cause I know I've heard you say you don't care what the shape is, but it's just flat. But I mean, is there any so, room at all for it to just be more than this? I mean, <laughs> I guess sure. It, absolutely. Like, I think that we're inside a toroidal field. It's a toroidal field goes all the way around kind of like yeah. an apple and we're on this plane in the middle. And mm-hmm. what's beyond us, you know, I don't know, maybe there's rings around us. Maybe there's like um, other puddles beyond us, mm-hmm. right? It, you know, my, I, I love it. This is, I think it's more likely something like this, right? Where, where we, our sun is circling in here. We've got another sun out here. Maybe that sun's called Mars. Maybe it's, uh, its moon is Venus. Who knows? And out this here, another so sun, maybe that's called Saturn and its moon is Jupiter, all right? So these are in the outer space, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe there's just other puddles. You know, we have our puddle right here and then out there is another puddle. Maybe it's only 10,000 miles away or a hundred thousand miles away. Mm-hmm. Right. A whole nother world. Right. Okay. And it could easily explain extraterrestrials or what extraterrestrials could be coming from just out here. Right. right? Like yeah. you, you wake up in the morning, you're, you're an alien that lives out here. He's like, hey, I got to go uh, to Australia and abduct somebody, honey. I'll be back. And you go, you abduct somebody, you probe them, and you're making time home in time for dinner. You're not <laughs> traveling light years through an infinite space vacuum. You're mm-hmm. just traveling, I don't know, 10, 20,000 miles. You turn right. around, you go back. And, you know, maybe I'm, I'm going way out there, but the idea of xenophobia itself and like the idea of the foreigner, like it's all, we could say that maybe we're gearing up for what that really means. It's like, okay, yeah, you can play with a bunch of different nations together and, you know, humans are going to focus on the, how they look different than each other for a long time. And eventually they're going to have to evolve away from that bad thinking and grow up and, and work together and realize they're all one because then they're going to have to accept the idea that there's really weird people out there that look completely different. You know, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Something to consider, I guess <laughs> my mind is um, spinning. Speaking of spinning, right? Yeah, we're supposedly spinning and corkscrewing in all these different directions, but you know, nothing moves. We can we can make things perfectly balanced. It's it's insanity. Check this out. This is the hypersonic sled. It's gonna go by at Mach 8.6. You ready? Did you see it? Yeah. Here it goes again. This is Mach 8.6. Okay. You have to believe so far away. You have to believe, okay, that the Earth is orbiting the sun 10 times faster than that. 
<laughs> shit. <laughs> and it's all relative, so it's okay. You're chasing the sun at I, I, 90 times faster than that. I forget. Yeah. Okay. All of these things are going on, but the oceans don't slosh around. I mean, th- these things are so ridiculous out of sorts that your mind just melts, right? All of these actions are going on. This thing's going in a str- Imagine if that track was curved. Imagine if that track was curved. The forces oh that would be going on. We're going 10 times faster than that around the sun. And we're chasing the sun 90 times faster than that. And we have lakes that look like this. Okay. Right. Yeah. We grab Does any of well. that make any sense? No. Here's the thing. <laughs> Can we, there, 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 there's so many things that prove that we're not on a spinning ball. There's so many things that say, Hey, it's flat. Okay. But this, this makes no sense. Mm. Look at this. Right. Try taking a, a dinner plate filled with water and walk in a circle. <laughs> Just walk. <laughs> Just try to move it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Try yeah. to move it. Right. It's not going to happen. But they say, of course, the argument against that, right, is that, you know, an object in a vacuum behaves differently, I guess. Or is that what That's, they say? No. Speed is speed. Like, hey, how come when I'm sitting on an airplane, I can't drink a glass of water, you know? Or I can walk to the bathroom. I'm like, well, double the speed of the airplane and then remove the outside of the shell and then tell me how it's going. Right. right because yeah. you're on the outside of a ball. There's no covering on you. And you're flying in four different directions at once. None of that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. None of it makes any sense. You should fly off the earth at the equator. Right. Yeah. You're spinning a thousand <laughs> miles an hour. And, and, and dropping, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it only goes around once a day. You can't see the hand on a clock moving. I'm like, extend that hand out 4,000 miles, okay? And then, and then move it around once a day and watch and try to keep up with the end of that hand. It's like being on the, the fast uh, merry-go-round thing for adults at the apart, uh, carnival where the yeah. outside horses go super fast. It's super hard to stay on that thing. You asked about the size of the earth. They, so we're talking about their model needs a radius and the radius to the earth is a, from the center of the earth to the surface. So that would be the radius. The radius is just under 4,000 miles. So if my arm is the radius, ra- radius, um, <laughs> as it moves, right. As I'm it's, it's, there's curvature. This is the curvature, right? Cause it has to remain at that same thing. So you can calculate the curvature and that curvature is, um, eight inches per mile squared that works for anything up to a thousand miles, probably even more, but we don't need it for more than that because you know, in 10 miles, there should be a 66 foot drop according to globe math. Okay. So this is the radius, but we can see things super far, right? We can see things way, way, way beyond um, where, you know, where their globe math tells us we should see them. Um, Right. there, there's like this one's called the black swan where this camera, the camera is a foot off the water. This is um, 9.4 miles away. Um, there should be 59 feet of curvature, but there's not. And we can see the water for miles and miles beyond the rig. Hmm. So using the distances that we can see, even without infrared, which sees even farther, um, we'd, we'd need a radius. Remember, this is 4,000 miles. We need a radius almost a quarter of a million miles to make a ball big enough to see that far. Jesus. If the earth is a ball, a quarter of a million miles radius, okay? That's infinitely larger than a 
thousand mile radius, there's a bigger problem because nothing yeah, else, much everything else falls apart. All of the models, everything, all the distances to all of the planets, all everything, all everything. of it falls yeah. apart. There is no curvature. The Earth is a flat plane. What is it resting on? I don't know. Maybe it's floating on water. Water's mm. above, water's below. Who the heck knows? Yeah, I did want to start getting into that real quick. Um, the, uh, the the waters idea, because there's so much to that, not just from uh, anecdotal evidence of like, is it bubbles? Is it uh, <laughs> I don't buy the paint chip thing that NASA says either. I mean, unfortunately, oh that's completely ridiculous, too. It's bubbles. It, it really is. And Here, but here's the, the National Buoyancy test. Lab. This is where they do all of their training. Right. So right. they're doing training in a pool where water is trying to get into everything in space. Every, all the atmosphere is trying to get out of your spacesuit. How come astronauts don't explode in space? Right. Mm. Take a water bottle on an airplane. Okay. And go up to altitude where the pressure barely changes. The water, the bottle's ready to explode just because right. of the slight difference of pressure. Put it in a vacuum, it should explode. The astronauts in their little snowboarding suits, they should <laughs> blow up like the Michelin State Puff Marshmallow Man. That's kind of, I always felt that way. <laughs> here is, word. yeah, here is, uh, the, they do all this testing underwater. And uh, what's this up here? This is their friggin' logo. You look at it. It's a Vitruvian man with a rocket trying to break through the dome, a scuba diver handing him a power tool. What? Okay. <laughs> this is in the National Buoyancy Lab. I have not seen that image. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> My God, it's so ridiculous. I know. And I've seen the footage where like, you know, some some jackass is like carrying the camera through like the back end of of some office or whatever. And there's the green screen of the same guy that you can see on the ISS. Yes. And yes that's like yes. that was one of my videos. Whoa, how did this not make how did they not try to put this on the news and make up well, something they, else they, about it? They they quickly did. A uh, another video where they they had them doing an experiment and they put the green screen behind them and they're like oh no we use this grid they all of a sudden out of nowhere all they started right. doing this stuff there's many times where we catch them in their mistakes mm -hmm. and then uh, they they do this quick catch up you know they they do this ridiculous um, explanations to to um, try to cover to cover their mistakes for example um, the the astronauts were wearing the Super Bowl. Um, when the two astronauts were wearing the two opposing teams jerseys in the space station, we're like, wait a minute, the last ship that made it up to the space station was like five months ago or whatever. <laughs> it was months and months ago. At that time, there was still like 40 frigging teams that were in the playoffs. How did they know which, <laughs> uh, which suits are going to be there? Literally a couple days later, um, they, this video appear, a NASA video appears out of nowhere where the astronauts are unboxing a box of all of the jerseys that they got. Right. 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 Just so like the they, third yeah. world countries get. Yes. NASA yeah. gets those too. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> they got a box of all the jerseys, right. <laughs> and that, that, that just showed up literally a couple days after, after we exposed them, you know, mm -hmm. here they are in their pool. It's kind of green. And then they show us this. Wait a minute. What? Their their pool, like the inside of the pool is actually that color green? Or what's they going have, on there? We caught them with green screens in the pool, right? And then we and that they were asked, what are the green screens for? And they said, well, it's to make it more realistic for the astronauts. Wait a minute. The astronauts, I'm looking at, this is green right here. I don't see the image that's here. I don't right. see this. 
This is a green screen. Okay. Holy crap. This is a green screen. Right. Yeah, forgive me. Okay. Like when I, I have seen you put that image up before on a po- another podcast. I think it might have been Tinfoil Hat, and um, I assumed that you were showing it to be like because because the next image was it went from green screen to space, so it went from underwater green screen space, and I thought you were just showing how it can easily be done. I didn't realize you we we've caught them with green screens in the fucking right. pool. Oh yeah. wow, that's dangerous. That's now this, this this doesn't look like a green screen to me. Like the, the there was a video where they literally had the rolled up green screens, and oh, uh, wow, that's that's been removed from the from from life, I guess, or from from the history. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so go ahead. No, uh, well, <laughs> I was going to get into I want I want to definitely cover like why the lie, because this is the important part. And we need to go a step deeper than that afterwards, because there's there's more questions. But why the lie, Dave? Why the lie? Well, there, there's two main, main, main things. It's all about control, because if I said, hey, you're no longer allowed to leave your neighborhood, would you be happy? No, of course not. not. If I put a fence around the United States, so you're no longer allowed to leave the United States. You're going to want to go to the other side, but on the equator, can't go south of the equator. It doesn't matter where you put a fence. Humans are like, no, I want to go to the other side. So they put us in a prison for our mind. And that prison is the globe. So they're hiding more resources. They're hiding more land. They're hiding the creator, right? They're hiding um, more resources. They're hiding, you know, the truth of our world. Um, they're hiding how special you are. Okay. They don't want you to know that you're at the center of creation and that you are a truly powerful being and that nobody has control over you. The only control the government has over you is in your imagination. Because imagine everyone tomorrow morning woke up and go, I don't even, I'm not going to listen to the government no matter what they say anymore. They, they're, they're nobody to me. Well, they're done. We won't even hear from them because we won't even notice them. Right. right. But everyone believes in this small group of people that claim to be our overlords. Mm. And it's just a belief system. It's the same reason you think a dollar has value. It has no value. It's in your imagination. But luckily, other people have the same imagination and you can trade goods and services for it. <laughs> That's, you know, <laughs> you're speaking my language, man. I mean, because yeah. from the spiritual, I guess you could call it esoteric aspect of this like it we're we're coming to the same conclusions and it seems to be the same conclusions that even like the gnostics talked about in the turn of like the first century ad whatever that may be that's probably all that's just made up dates anyway but you know like these older traditions like have these similar themes in them that we are powerful and you know once you start exacting that personal power you will definitely be persecuted and all that you know, Jesus is a great example, whether he's a literary, uh, metaphorical allegory, whatever, or if he was a real man, or if he's a symbol of astro theology, for Christ's sake, no pun intended. It could all, I don't know. I don't know what to make of those different stories. But what I do know is that they're reaching the same conclusions with what you're saying. And I find that interesting that, you know, across many faction lines, we do sort of seem to have kind of like a universal goal here and like a, a an idea of what might be going on at least vaguely beneath the surface when it comes to their motives would you say it's more united than it is divided or do you think because of the 
uh, the fear of of going towards the flat Earth model it's it's still very very much divided. What do you what do you think right now in twenty twenty one? So ask ask the question again. <laughs> Specifically, I went sure that up. I was like, take all of this and then answer this. Uh, basically, I see a lot of different factions of thought coming at the same conclusions you are without necessarily going to flat earth. Um, why is that? I guess. Why, why do we have that same conclusion and we can almost have full philosophies written out? There's so and many not people see the flat this. earth. Right. And some people yeah. don't see it. I mean, it's because it's because it's, they've done a hats off to the elite. They've really done a number on people. Um, making flat earth look ridiculous, making the ball, you know, they're teaching kids about the globe before they can talk. You know, your parents probably gave you a mobile over your head. Your sheets are NASA sheets. Sesame street has astronauts on there. Um, Walt Disney astronauts. It's all globe programming and everything. Then you go to school, your teacher's a God. They have a globe in the front of the class. One of the first worksheets you bring home is the orbits of the planets and the sun and the moon. I remember getting my sheet. I remember trying to figure it out. Right. And the kids today still get that same worksheet. It's building a foundation around, you know, this thing that it's such a big foundation that you don't even see it anymore. It's like the yeah. forest, you know, and the trees, the, the analogy where it's just something that's there. You don't know that it's there and you won't even look at it because it's a given. It's a given. Right. So there's so many you know, people that are, are intelligent in their fields that just don't see it. But right. the thing is, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And it's yeah. hard to get people to look. They've brainwashed us to, oh, flat earth, idiot, moron, <laughs> you know, imbecile, ridiculous, been proven over 2000 years. It's not. I, did you see my interview with Ruth, the 102 year old woman? Yeah, actually, I did. I, I didn't know it was you at the time because it was a while ago, right? How long ago did you yeah. do that? Yes, I've seen, just yes, before a... just February 2020. Okay. And uh, she, she, you know, was such a great memory. I was interviewing her, not about flat earth, never mentioned flat earth to her. And she, her memory was so good. I asked her what school she went to, elementary school. She knew the name of the school, Hamden, Connecticut, public school, street teachers, kids' names. I said, What did they teach you about the, about the earth? That's all I said, not about the shape of the earth. I said, What did they teach you about the earth? She goes, They taught me the earth was flat, but then they changed it, you know, afterwards. Yeah. And I'm like, that was in the 1920s. This globe lie is less than a hundred years old. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Which also kind of brings in that redacted history idea with Tartaria and think like how old 100%. are things, you know? Oh man. Well, I don't know what I, <laughs> you know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm here with you. I want to say that I'm, I'm here with you. I just don't want to make any suppositions about that because well, I feel like here, here real quick. What do you think of this? I feel like this place is so deceptive, whether it's a bunch of elites. I don't even know how to define that. Like, and, and their, their, their cause for doing this, you know what I mean? But like the mind control. Sure. But like, it, it, why do it, they need it? Especially if this is like because some they gorgeous, need us endless to be their plane. slaves. They need us to create the world that they want. I believe that the people that are running this world are soulless at this point. They've literally sold their souls for fame and power. And it's mm -hmm. our emotions. It's our thoughts. It's our desires that create the world around us. Everything you have in your life is because of the way that you think you've manifested that stuff, whether you know it or not right. into your life by the way that you think. Mm -hmm. And so they're using us to create the world that they want. Right. I always say, you know, 
Why do they need us to they can to 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 approve going to war? They have the keys to all the fighters. Just go, right? But they need us to pound the war drums, and they did it with 9/11, you know. And I pounded the war drums. I was ready with. They got me, right? But yeah. it's all done. This is all done by deception, all of it. But they need us. Um, they can't break our free will. Uh, they don't want us to know that. And uh, they they literally tell us what they're doing, and then we're too stupid to say no. And that's just like saying yes. Mm, yeah, the whole revel revelation of the method concept, which is 100% freaky. Yeah, you know, it reminds me this idea that uh, they need us to be their slaves and they need us to create their world for them. It's creepy because back in ancient Sumer, that was a detail that I always paid attention to in the stories about the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki would, the, the report is that work was too hard for them. And that we're like, we're beings of light or something. And, and the work is just too hard. And that's why they brought in the Ajiji or something and the Ajiji rebelled. And then they had to create humanity to do it for them as slaves because they couldn't do it for them. So is that predictive programming from a much younger controlling force than what we're told that that, that was like seven, 8,000 years ago? cool story bro <laughs> yeah that's so that's what i'm that's kind of where i'm going was that is this ancient predictive programming or something what do you think of that it, i think it was i think it's a cool story i here's the thing we don't know <laughs> what matches up it matches up ago. to our conclusion it matches up right. to you know so i don't I, I don't just buy things that match our conclusion because unless i no, you know, no, I know it's I over know. 100 years ago you know I, when ruth is gone you know We've this history is gone. Yeah. We have very little time to pick the brains of these people. You know, it's funny is right after I interviewed Ruth, uh, the, vi the video was going viral. Everyone's like, I'm going to go to old age homes. I'm going to go, you know, and, start, <laughs> and then bam, every old age home in the world was shut down. No one could oh. go there. I may be oh, solely man. responsible for the lockdowns. How about that? Okay? It's your fault. Everybody blame David Weiss. <laughs> it could be. Oh, man. Well, David, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, this was really cool, man. This was enlightening. I'm glad we got to talk about where someone like me, who's still reluctant for admittedly, I don't know why, be, mainly from my I, psychedelic I experience. Because you're, you're afraid of social, uh, social shame. That's all. <laughs> no, nah, man, you're right here. I'm, shame. I'm telling you, Listen, I'm willing to question this whole damn me, physical existence. You said to me man, before I the promise. show that you were going to play the devil's advocate, that you're a full on flat bit, earther bit. and not to expose you. But <laughs> yeah, I'm exposing yeah, you right. right now. Oh, man. Now the jig is up. The house of cards has <laughs> so, fallen, man. But I appreciate it. Here's the thing. Here's Listen, if you want to look at, if you want to just live your life in the way you're living it, just forget all of this. Don't, don't, don't do anything. Right, if you want to right. be deceived, Google flat earth, just Google mm. it. Right. And then in a few minutes, you'll be like, Oh, this is ridiculous. I'm done. You're mm. out. But if you want to know the truth, get my app. It's $2 and 99 cents. One time charge. There is a subscription that you do not have to subscribe to. You still get everything that's in it right now. Okay. Um, and there's no commercials. There's no nothing. Okay. Just check out the app. Check out the reviews on the app. Read the reviews in the app store or the Google play store. And uh, you'll, you'll end up becoming a flat earther just by reading the reviews. Okay. <laughs> it's the highest rated app in both stores. Um, well, check it out. It'll, it, it's a life changer. The flat earth sun, moon, and Zodiac clock app. Make sure it's by blue, blue water Bay because there's a flat earth society, uh, which is a disinformation place. Mm -hmm. um, that has type, these type of people, it's called the Ron Media Group, um, who have 
tried to rip off my app, but they give you bad information. It's like a flatter society app and um, you can get their app, but don't send me an email telling me my app sucks. Cause it's not my app. Okay. <laughs> Just know that mine is, you know, it's even with the trolls in there, I'm like a 5.9 rating um, or whatever, 4.9, whatever the high, whatever the highest rating is. And uh, it's by Blue Water Bay. You can just scan this barcode or just go to my website, theflatearthpodcast.com, and the links are there. Awesome, um, man. Check it out and just watch the daily video every day. If you have the app, make sure you turn your notifications on for FE Clock because you get a little pop-up every day that tells you what the new video is. I do short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekend. So when you get up, having your breakfast, hit that button, watch that video, and you'll be like, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> a little flat earth with your eggs, a little flat earth <laughs> with your eggs. Absolutely. All right, man. So before you go, uh, for anyone out there, for all of us out here that do at least subscribe to the idea that we are being kind of kept down in some way, what's your best advice for those out there? You know, people say, you know, Dave, with all the stuff going on in the world, what the hell are you talking about flat earth for? We have so much more to worry about. And the <laughs> answer is, um, this is the most important topic because the way they've gotten away with all of this tyranny and all of the stuff that's going on is by keeping us confused, by keeping us lost in space, spinning out of control on an infinite spec, the thinking that we are insignificant. Um, you know, when we're having a flat earth conference in, uh, in October called Flattoberfest in South Carolina, nice. five, 600 people there. Amazing. Every single person there are awesome people. When you discover that you're not lost in space, that you are at the center of creation, that you are a powerful spiritual being, you change. There's people from all walks of life. Every single one of them are awesome people. They're like my new family because I lost half my family over this, but that's all right. That's another story. But, but <laughs> I um, can understand. You know, that. some people just aren't meant to wake up and that's fine. That's fine. So the, the, so my advice is find truth. And this is the foundation. You, you can't find truth at the top of a ladder, if the footing of the ladder is on a spinning ball, you need to find <laughs> out where you are, who you are, what you are, and then everything else will fall in the line. Everything else will just come together. So stop believing the lie, figure out where you are, figure out that you're on solid foundation, figure out how powerful you are, and then everything will come into place. I mean, I, my life changed tremendously since I've discovered Flat Earth and all for the better. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I worked my way up through college to corporate America, started my own company. Everything's going amazing. And then I walked away from it all that like that, there was no way I would ever think I would do that. But I did. And here I am talking to you. I'm having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a great time, too, man. I really appreciate you coming on. All right. Thanks so much, man. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, cactus carrier. Enough, I get the point. <laughs> you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, well, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.